Hey everyone, welcome back to Disabled Black Chick, where we talk about all things mental health, travel, and disability. I am the host, Sierra Gervier, and I am here to talk about something that was brought up in a conversation um, with me and another individual. And um, this person um, caught COVID, was positive for COVID, didn't really have much symptoms. So this person was very, excuse me, asymptomatic, um, but tested positive and had to quarantine. And some of the side effects that this person had was um, a loss of taste and nerve damage. And um, so what we've learned with COVID and I am not an expert. This is just what I'm seeing on TV, what I'm hearing from other peers and colleagues and individuals is that when they caught COVID, yeah, they might have had mild um, symptoms from it, like a cold or a very soft flu, but um, some of the some of the long lasting effects were uh, that they lost or lost a lot of um, taste and smell from what they originally had. And um, I know a person who have nerve damage and isn't able to do the things that um, they wanted to do or was used to doing, like it stopped their daily routine. So I want to talk about COVID and mental health, being that I am a clinical mental health therapist and um, like I understand and can empathize with what it's like to have your entire life or your routine altered because of a simple, silly little virus. And I also do have a background in biology. And um, one of my major concentrations was microbiology um, and virology. And I enjoyed all of that. So kind of putting the two together in this podcast and and talking about it. Um, Again, I am no expert. I am no expert, but this is just what I've been experiencing either through personal connections or um, from what I've been hearing on the news or online. So I can personally say that um, I contracted COVID. And during the time that I had COVID, I, this was in the, the, the beginning, the way beginning. This was March 2020, and this is before all of the excruciating list of symptoms became known to the public. I believe in uh, the beginning of January or February when um, most of the world was shutting down slowly, um, I do believe that some of the symptoms that they were saying was like, oh, it's like flu-like symptoms, muscle ache, and um, maybe nerve pain and uh, a fever. But for me in March, when I got it, these symptoms that I'm about to, to disclose right now was not on the list that I was seeing on the news. I was literally watching the news every single day to wait to to hear about the symptoms that I've had because I knew that I caught COVID, but um, being that back then there wasn't a test, um, and this was just a new virus. And so some of the, the symptoms that I had was the cold, like a, a very bad flu. Um, so the body aches, the chills, the hot and cold flashes, um, the headache, um, 
you know, uh, coughing and sneezing and runny nose and, you know, all of the above and feeling hot and tired. And then I also began after having these symptoms, I want to say a week later, I completely lost my sensation of smell and taste. And that worried me. I was very concerned because I'm like, okay, what the heck? Like, um, I'm not seeing this as a common symptom of COVID and, you know, no one's talking about this and what is this? And I was having a sense of extreme, extreme vertigo like no other. My vertigo was so extreme that it put me to sleep at seven, between seven and seven thirty at night. And I was out. I was out like like a light, like I didn't wake up until maybe six o'clock the next morning and everything was a complete blur for me, complete blur. I didn't have any dreams that I could remember. It literally felt like I was, someone literally turned off the light and I woke up and that I'm starting with my next day. That is what I experienced. And so um, so I, I understand <clears throat> you know, the, having these, these symptoms of COVID and, you know, having it completely interrupt your, your everyday routine, the things that you enjoy being social with friends, um, all of that, because yeah, like, well, at that time, you know, we weren't going out and meeting with people, but I wasn't able to enjoy the foods that I love. I make pizza every Sunday. And so, not being able to enjoy my pizza on pizza Sunday. Like I know this sounds so silly, but it was the truth. Like it was honestly devastating. And so, um, you know, the, the symptoms lasted for those symptoms, the loss of taste and smell lasted for about another week. And then, um, you know, I was, you know, back to normal. So that was great, but I do have long, long term side effects And I do believe that this virus has some sort of neurological connection or neurological damage to people that come in contact with this virus because I now have ear problems. I don't know how to put this in words because it's very strange. Um, I have tendonitis for one, and also I have issues with the little small tubes that we all have in our ear when we swallow the tubes kind of compress a little bit and then they open I can hear it when I can hear in my head when those tubes collapse and when they open every single time I swallow I can hear um hear this happening in my ear and every morning I suffer from the loud, agonizing, excruciatingly annoying sound of my tendonitis every single morning. And so that is something that I feel like I'm going to live with for the rest of my life until doctors figure out how to deal with this because I have gone through, I have gone to doctors, two different doctors, one in the States, another here in Spain, um, And I did an auditory test and everything. My hearing is absolutely excellent in both exams. The thing is, is that it's something, it's something physical inside. And so uh, I have another appointment with my doctor um, 
next week or two weeks from now and I'm going to figure out like <laughs> what is going on can I get medication is there a mucus buildup in my ears like what can we do so that I am not hearing clicks every time I swallow it's the most annoying thing but I've learned to live with it and you know hopefully with research and medicine development something will come from all of this and so you know I, I want to say all of that to say that I've um, looked online I've seen on social media lots of people that are having even worse side effects than than mine like yes my side effects are annoying but it doesn't necessarily interrupt with my daily routine not at all like it bothers me because of the annoyance but not because I can no longer do the, the certain things that I'm doing today and some people that um, some of the people that I've uh, seen on on social media and are experiencing a mental health breakdown um, psychological breakdowns because of this some of these people that I've seen their stories and you know was on YouTube and and heard their stories some of these people have had breathing problems long-lasting breathing problems heart complications um, um, kidney impairments stroke stroke temporary paralysis ear problems and that's including me permanent loss in taste and smell and the inability to swallow there was a girl that I saw on social media that posted a video and she said she tested positive for COVID a year ago, um, just about a year ago. And one, one of the side effects that she noticed is that she cannot swallow food. She is an adult woman and she realized that she has a certain... Um, disability you know we can call it that she has a certain disability that's not allowing her to swallow and it's neurological and so she's not able to swallow solid foods even though yes we're, we don't we don't swallow our foods whole but um, she's she has no ability to swallow any foods except if it's pureed and that's the only way that she's able to get the food down. And she's drinking, I think it's Pedialyte or Pediasure, the protein drinks that a lot of elderly adults um, would, would drink. And this has caused a lot of detrimental problems for her mental health because, yeah, like, just think about it. You not being able to enjoy certain foods... Um, it's going to have an effect on you for one personally and then socially as well. And then in turn, it's like a cycle. It's like a, it's circling back to you where it's like, okay, this is a personal thing, but now it's turning to a social thing. And because I'm not able to socialize the way that I would like to, to go out to eat, to, you know, go, you know, to, to be social. And normally us as social beings, we kind of, we kind of associate 
socializing with food. That's the thing that we do. That's like how we as humans, we bond over food. And so um, even if it is just finger foods and snacking on something and being that she is no is not able to do these things and enjoy it in its fullest form. Yes, of course, like it's going to have a mental um mentally negative effect on on her and you know her life and going back to um the person that I know that has suffered from nerve damage as a side effect from covid um one of her biggest things was to lose weight and to maintain a physically healthy lifestyle And so she began to work out and have a daily routine with working out and felt good about it and doing like vigorous exercises. And um, that completely halted everything. Like it put a stop, a pause, a temporary pause on everything. And in turn, it's affecting her emotionally. And, you know, we were talking about that watching the news, um, is not helpful. It's not helpful. Watching the news is not helpful. And honestly, this this is going back into this is going to what I wanted to talk about next is, um, you know, some of the things that can help with, uh, you know, maintaining a an equal equilibrium with your mental health is limiting your exposure to the news. Every day there is something new. Every day there's a new death. Every day there's a new, newly found symptom. Every day there's a new variant of COVID. So sometimes we just have to limit the news exposure in order to not let that impede on our mental health and disrupt our, you know, our day. Because if you're having a good day and you're telling, you're giving yourself positive affirmations and you're telling yourself you can get through the day and, you know, you truly believe it and you turn on the TV and it's just nothing but negativity about COVID or not negativity, but scary things that's happening with COVID. Um, so, you know, that's one thing that we can do to kind of, um, you know, to kind of assist and keep ourselves in a healthy state, mental health state. The next thing, if you've listened to my episodes, my previous episodes, you know I'm all about this, is practicing gratitude. (laughs) Um, It works. It works. I know sometimes when I hear myself saying, oh, you have to practice gratitude, you have to appreciate what you have now and hold on to that and know that if you didn't have these things or you didn't have these experiences or you didn't have X, Y, and Z, you know, you would be worse off or things would be different or things will feel different. I know that sounds very kumbaya, but it is so, so true. And me as a trained um, clinical therapist, I didn't put this in self-practice until recently. I've you know, said this to other people. I've recommended this to other people, but I did not practice this exercise myself. And I can tell you genuinely from the depths of my heart and my spirit that this will set a positive tone for your day. You know, I appreciate, even though I lost my sense of 
taste. I appreciate the fact that I can get up and walk and I can get out of bed and I can, you know, kind of kind of ignore the negativity and go for a long run because that fuels my day. That makes me feel good. I feel so positive. It kind of sets the tone for my day. You know, that's that's practicing gratitude. Like, you know, yes, um, COVID took me out of commission. I lost my job because of COVID in whatever reason or aspect or way. But I am grateful for the fact that I have a reliable family to be my safety net because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have a house to live in. I wouldn't have internet to apply for jobs from the comfort of my bed or my couch. Like things like that, that we kind of skip past and we don't really um, focus on it, um, but we focus on the things that we should have, could have, would have had, and we wish that we did have. And it's all about redirecting your thoughts um, in order to redirect your feelings. Another thing that I think is really great is setting goals and being intentional with those goals. Setting long, t- short-term and long-term goals, I think, are pretty essential and important in order to um, maintain happiness or a healthy mental health um, life. And, you know, a goal, a short-term goal could be, okay, um, I am going to go back to school. I'm going to go get my master's degree or my bachelor's degree. Um, and that, well, that's a long-term goal. Um, I'm going to get my, my degree. How do I get there? What are the little steps to get there? Okay. So I am not feeling motivated, but next week on Monday, today's Friday, the next week on Monday, I am going to look for schools. Um, look for schools that have an interest, um, a field that I'm interested in, a, a, um, major that I'm interested in. Okay. I have a list of these 10 schools. My task for the week is done the next week. Uh, look for the requirements and see what the requirements are for, for you to actually get accepted to the school. Do I meet these requirements? Weed out the ones that you don't meet the requirements for, then that task is done for that week. And, you know, continue to progress so that you are at the point to where you are actually applying for the universities or the schools um, or even jobs, if, if that's your goal. So what I'm saying is it doesn't necessarily have to be about jobs or applying to the university, but um, it could be any other goal or goals that you have um, set that you will want to execute within your life. Socializing. Socializing is important. I know that I mentioned that sometimes, you know, we socialize over food. And of course, if you have one of those side effects where you're not able to taste or smell or swallow your food because of neurological um, problems, yes, that's a whole different story. But you know, being able to connect with others and building a support and strengthen relationships is absolutely important when it comes to um, living in these strange, strange times, especially if you work remote remotely. If you have remote work and you're working from home, 
Of course, like normally when you're working in the office, you're able to connect with people and you're able to do office type of traditions, you know, having happy hour on Fridays or, you know, potluck on Wednesdays um, in the break room. But being that you're you're completely isolated from people and you're literally seeing a screen um, every Uh, every day, it is important to have physical contact. We are human. We need physical contact. Um, It's it's very necessary for our mental health. So um, one of the things is that I recommend to everyone is to obviously connect, to connect with people um, that are meaningful, meaningful relationships, strengthen those weakened relationships, Um, That way, you know, you can develop a a routine where you meet with these people, you know, frequently, whatever that looks like for you. And just as a side note, although I mentioned that I'm a clinical mental health therapist, I am not giving advice as a therapist. Um, If you're seeking for additional help, uh, additional mental health support, I recommend that you look up any local mental health professionals that is able to assist you further within your situations. So this is just a little quickie, this episode on the disabled black chick. Um, If you have any questions, any um, topic suggestions that you would like for me to touch on, you can email me at thedisabledchick.com chick at gmail.com that is t-h-e-e-d-i-s-a-b-l-e-d-c-h-i-c-k at gmail.com that's a long one the disabled chick at gmail.com i will be happy to read some of your emails any questions that you might have any topics that you would like for me to to discuss um i am readily available for you and in the meantime be safe enjoy life And I'll see you next week. Peace.